Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden with Continuing Education Workforce Training. I'm the assistant director here. Uh, and this is Sweet Talk. And uh, Paul, you're on the show today. Um, yes. As almost always, I should say. Paul is with us today as, as almost always he is. Yes, I'm glad to be here this morning. We are recording this on a Monday morning that feels very much like a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can actually maybe that should be a podcast. You know, uh, what is the, what does it mean to have a Monday morning? Because I think we'll, we could definitely have that today for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, man, I uh, just want to throw a plug out there. Uh, we've got our fifth and final uh, episode of our series a podcast about podcasting by podcasters. I said it right. I think that's the right. first time I said it right. You uh, usually let me do that. <laughs> I know. I, I just wanted to live dangerously today and see if I could do it. <laughs> hey, uh, anyway, so that's our fifth episode. Uh, it's up. It's uh, on our website. It's on all uh, SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, Apple. Yeah. And for podcast. the fifth ep episode, we have a guest. Um, yeah. with joining us on that episode. That was a pretty cool conversation. Um, and a guy who's uh, experienced with podcasts on different levels, and I think you would enjoy the conversation. It kind of sums up everything we talked about um, and kind of puts it in a practical level. Mm -hmm. um, maybe where we, I wouldn't say we were all that theoretical the first four episodes, but it was nice to have a real conversation with someone who uh, has done the same things we've done and has done some of the things differently. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And nice to get a different perspective on that. Yeah. So be sure to check that out as always, be sure to contact us, send us an email, reach out to us, give us a call anyway, uh, make comments. Uh, Paul and I, we love doing podcasts and we'd love to help you, uh, put a podcast together. Now, with that being said, we also have our guest on the show today who I will just have to admit is kind of really essential, uh, to the work that, that I kind of do here at, at Sweet, um, and that's on the marketing side. We have Michael Waite with Bonefrog Creative. Um, I asked him earlier what title he wanted to say, and so we went through a list, anything from owner, um, you know, CEO, CFO, including janitor. So again, one of the joys of owning your own business, you get to have every title that they can possibly have. Um, and so Michael, welcome to the show today. Um, Thank you. Michael is not only uh, the uh, Bonefrog, uh, Bonefrog Creative, which is a graphic design um, and marketing um, uh, business. I don't know if that's the right term, but you'll square me up if I'm wrong. All right. But he, uh, he's an instructor. He uh, teaches here at uh, College of Technology. He has taught several classes for us here at Continuing Education Workforce Training. Um, and we are just really glad to have him on the show um, because this is, there, there's a lot of questions I know Paul has and I have kind of about this business and 
um, we're just glad that you're here. So with that so, being said, I got to say the magic word. And Paul, you remember what the magic word is? Yes, it's welcome. And there you go. And our, and our guests, uh, the people who do listen to our show know that we have 20 minutes. So Michael, welcome to the show. And uh, why don't you share a little bit about yourself just to kind of catch the rest of the, our listening audience up to speed. Well, I've been in the creative services game for 35 years or so. And I, when I was in, when I was in college studying graphic design, I graduated just on the cusp of the whole desktop publishing revolution. I remember um, the graphic design majors, we took this field trip to Salt Lake City and we visited this big ad agency and they showed us around. And as we were getting ready to leave, the, the guy that was giving us the, the tour, he says, oh, one more thing, I gotta show you guys this. He takes us in this room and he shows us this little putty colored box with this little screen. Kind of looked like it was made by, by, by Mattel, right? But it was a, it was a Mac SE. And, uh, <laughs> like this is the future guys and he grabs this little thing with a cord on he says this is a mouse and it moves this cursor around the screen and you can do you, you can make square box you know and he gave us a quick little thing and i'm and i remember leaving going wow that's interesting and uh it wasn't it wasn't three years later that i had bought my own and taught myself the the tools i mean that's where where it was going um, and I, and I realized that. And, and so, so much of the technology that, that, that I use now is all kind of self-taught and, uh, but I, you know, I grew up just, uh, always building stuff, creating stuff, drawing. And, uh, when I chose graphic design as a major, I said, you know, I'm going to give it one semester. I'm going to go all <laughs> in, take all the major classes and I'm going to see if I got it. Um, I knew there was, you know, there's a level of talent and dedication and I'm um, involved. And I just wanted to see if I could cut it. And after I was done with my first semester, I found that I really enjoyed it. And I found that I had um, what appeared to be enough of the skills to pull it off. And so I, so I went in full blast and haven't looked back. Right on. Wow. So it was a, was it more, it was just that creative piece that kind of motivated you or, uh, I mean, and do I use the word artist? or graphic design is there a difference and and this is just my ignorance so um um yeah graphic graphic art is 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 a pretty common term and and you have commercial illustrators who who don't do as much of design or they're more you know centered on on the illustrations themselves um but i you know i knew that i didn't want to go after the fine art that's a you know, where you're sort of creating your own passion and painting what you want and then hoping somebody likes it. In this yeah. field, you, you know, you're doing what what the, what the business wants and what the customers want to see. And what, yeah, what, what I really enjoy about it is it's always something new. Um, it, right. it's, it's, a, it's a creative um, puzzle um, every time. And, and that just sort of keeps me motivated and engaged and and being a, you know, working for myself, being a freelancer, I get all kinds of variety. It's not the same business. It's not the same products and services and, and the same customers. And so it keeps me, it keeps me on my toes. And, and, and often I find myself having to learn a whole new industry because I, I picked up a client that, that's in that industry. And, and so it keeps it interesting. Very cool. Cool, cool. So, um, how long have you actually been a graphic designer, Michael? 
about 35, 36 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I worked so, for a couple of ad agencies um, in Durango, Colorado, and then in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And then I went freelance. It's coming almost 30 years now that I've, that I've owned my own, I've owned my own shop. And which leads me to this all important question that I've always wanted to ask you. Why bone frog? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the image came to me first, um, the, the frog skeleton, right? Yeah, um, I don't really remember exactly where I where I saw it or something similar. I think it was a lizard skeleton or something like that. And I thought, yeah, it's all about sticky, right? It's all about because I've had lots of questions like that, and that means people remember it, right. and so it does what it what it's supposed to do, and that's keep you sticky in the mind of the of the people out there that that may um, buy your services. I had this vision that maybe you were inspired by like your uh, high school biology class or something when you, you had to dissect a frog and all of a sudden this no. was it, you know, this is it. This is whatever I'm going to do next. I'm going to name it this. I, I, you know. So, um, you know, you already touched a little on the, uh, you know, the birth of digital design, uh, but you've been doing this for 35 years. So that means you've seen, a dra dramatic evolution in digital design over those 35 years. I mean, I'm kind of like a, you know, um, uh, you know, poor man's, uh, per, you know, and I'm sure you've done, I've sent you files that I've done on my own and I'm sure you shake your head going, I really wish you would just not even do this <laughs> or better yet, take my class. <laughs> but, but, you know, to, to see that evolution, um, how, how has that affected you over the years? I mean, uh, as far as le learning stuff and also purchasing new equipment. Oh yeah. It never ends. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I thought I had, I thought I had it figured out once I, I mastered the Mac and, and Quirk Express, which is what the agency was using at the time. And that was the, that was the pre predominant page layout software. And, and of course now it's not even on the map anymore. So software's come and go. Um, so you, you learn new software and then you hang on for dear life until you finally have to go somewhere else <laughs> or you have to upgrade, you know, and, and operating systems are continuing upgrading and, and, yeah, and I buy a new Mac system every two or three years and, and uh, pass them on to the kids, you know, and, and then the internet comes along and, and, you know, in the nineties and, and so, okay, learn how to code, learn how to figure that. And that, that never ends, right. There's always new standards and, and, um, well, yeah, the, it's just a constant stay up with it. Yeah. Well, that you, that you, that just what you just said there, that little piece was, Oh, the internet came around and I had a code because, um, so many cus so many businesses, so many, People out there think, oh, I, I, I need to, you know, have someone design my web page. Um, it should be the same guy that does all my other design work. Uh, is that what you found that people just assumed, hey, you're doing my other design work. You should be doing my uh, web page design as well. Well, and that's what they preferred because I was already dialed into who their customers were, what their products oh. and services were and, and, and the look and feel and what we were trying to do marketing wise. And sure. So it was just sort of a natural step to, to take care of their web page. And I, there was, there was a time when I fought that. I mean, I, it was, it felt like I was drawn with oven mitts on trying to use the, the, the internet was so, um, you know, the web 
in particular where, where we are, you know, the, the, where e-commerce takes place. It was so rudimentary and frustrating to, to use. And, and I actually quit. I actually said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. And I told my clients, we're going to find somebody else. And, and that lasted for, you know, about six, eight months. And my kids are like, daddy, we're hungry. You know, let's <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll go back. You know, the, the, the customer, the clients want it. Let's suck it up. Let's, let's stay up with it. Let's get good at it. Um, but I am a front end developer. I certainly don't know the, uh, you know, the, the database and all that back end stuff. And I have people that I bring in when I need that kind of specialty stuff, but I handle the front end, the, the look, the copywriting, the, the, the whole, uh, you know, this is what the website's going to do and uh, make sure that it's designed to do that. You know, I, I guess this conversation, and again, a little bit of my naivety, but I mean, I guess I'm just thinking uh, as far as the impact of the digital age, um, you know, and the web internet itself, um, I would say that probably your industry graphic design has probably felt had the greatest impact. I mean, when you go to, if, uh, have you ever visited a large, large ad agency that has those machines and those spaces that you did, you know, when you visited 35 plus years ago when you were in college? I, I mean, I imagine now they're all desks and laptops. I mean, the industry oh, yeah. has, has changed so much. I, 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 I'm trying to think maybe another industry that might have had that kind of rapid uh, change of how business is done. Yeah, especially an established industry, you know, where you just right. had to throw it all out and, and start just a quick experience. I was working, um, I was the art director for an ad agency in Colorado Springs. And, and occasionally we'd get calls from students who, who were just graduating. They say, hey, can I come by? And, and we did what we call portfolio reviews. And we'd look at their work and we'd give them advice. And and and, and I had art directors do that for me. And, and so I was perfectly well anyways this young man comes in he just graduated from a four-year degree in a, in a school in Colorado and I'm looking through his stuff and I'm and I see all this conceptual but I don't see any finished you know any photoshop any any desktop publishing work and I said where's all your computer stuff and he says oh well we didn't do any of that he says my professor didn't believe in computers oh no and, and I said I don't know how to tell you this but you are unhireable as a graphic designer because you cannot use the tools i said if i had a job right now you couldn't do it because you can't use the tools he's like well what am i supposed to do i said you're gonna have to go back to school and this time choose one that believes in computers or buy the system and teach yourself and that's just a very stark example of how it shifted and anybody that didn't want to that didn't want to go that direction you were finding yourself doing something else yeah. left behind. Yeah. So wow. um, going down the same kind of path, but a little differently is uh, so because computers are so accessible now and because the software is so out there now, how many like wannabe designers do you run into um, or clients that, you know, say, Hey, I just, I did this amazing thing. I just need you to tweak it just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people that, that 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 charge a lot less than I do, and and uh, you know, and and turn out their their product. And I have found that that uh, there are people who recognize value, 
and those are the clients that I that I work with in a whole. And if somebody says to me, "Hey, I can you know I can get this cheaper," then I'm like, "Go for it and give it you pay for it and 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 move on." And 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 that sort of removes that that stress from my life anyway. It's really hard to work with people that are that don't you know that don't that don't see the value of experience and and talent and skill and and I've always brought more than just the design. Um, I bring the the marketing savvy behind the design and uh, the deep the deep dive that I do in the industry. So I really understand their customers. Um, it, it's, it's such a mistake that, that so many businesses make is they think everybody's their customer. And that just absolutely is not the case. You have got to find the best customers, right? Those with with um, commercial intent, those that that um, are are going to give you the most return for the least amount of work, not only in your marketing efforts, but in dealing with them on a right. customer service basis. Right. And if you if you try to be all things to all people, you end up being no good at anything, and you have a lot of un, uh, unhappy customers. And so there's got to be a focus. Well, and I think the other side of that is then it then it becomes very frustrating. Whatever it may be, um, whatever job you're doing, when you're constantly uh, up against that and you haven't target, uh, zeroed in on what your target is and what you're trying to accomplish, then you just become frustrated. And then the work itself, um, whatever that work may be, that's just my random opinion on it. But it's you true because you work hard and you get very little. Right. Yeah. right. Well, a lot of low value people who are, who are sucking your time. Yep. Um, well, uh, I do appreciate your, your design capabilities. I know that I, again, I know I sent you things, <laughs> these <laughs> outlines <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, you will send me back something that you've taking this whole rudimentary thing I've sent you and give this completely uh, amazing polish and design concept to it that I didn't even think of, um, you know, the graphics, and then you just make these little tweaks here and there. And I'm like going, well, geez, I, 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 I thought it was pretty good when I sent, sent it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Oh, there's, there's value in what you send me because it gives me an idea where you want to go. Well, you're the, you're the expert in this. Um, <clears throat> you know, you're the one dealing with dealing directly with the customers and the clients. And so once I understand where you want to go, then I can take and expand on it. And I know, I'm having worked with you over the years that I know that you're accept you're you're pretty acceptable to to what I come up with. I have clients that the kind of guys right that say, well, if I had to go in for brain surgery, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want any anesthesia because I want to tell you how to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> so and, I, I I love the clients that say, hey, you're you're the guy, you're the pro um, that, yeah. I'm, that I've hired, and here's my direction, and then go. Well, and and, and plus if you. If, you know, if you send someone, if you hiring someone like yourself and they send you something, you should look at that and go and just be able to see how much, how improved or how nice it's designed and the layout has been approved, uh, improved. And, you know, I, I, I look at that, uh, the stuff you send me and I went, and going, how does he do that? How does he, how does he do that? You know, well, uh, <clears throat> You know, I guess I was uh, kind of not to on the same idea here, right? The same idea is you got customers send you things, but the same conversation about the industry changing. So, you know, we're 
I can't say we're on the back end. I can't say we're in the middle. We're just somewhere still in the middle of this COVID. Some, something's going on and, and it has affected across the board just about every industry. Uh, I can, in fact, I, I would hard press to find one that COVID hasn't had an impact. Um, the, the last year and a half or so, how have you, how has your industry uh, been affected by COVID? Is there a higher demand now for graphic design? Is, is the internet uh, and, the, and the world wide web become more significant? Or um, I, I'm just curious, what, what, what are you seeing? You know, uh, just, just the fact that I, that I work for myself and, and have select clients, and it doesn't take a whole lot to keep one guy busy, right? Right, right, um, that's true. It didn't really affect me um, workload-wise, but I did see how um, companies were forced to pay a lot more attention to their online offerings and their, uh, their ability to meet their customer needs um, without having to answer the phone. Um, websites, websites are just this incredible marketing tool that is so underutilized because it's, it's treated like a, a bullet point brochure by too many companies. And right. it really can do so much more, can carry a huge marketing load. And then all the other marketing efforts that you make should drive people to your, to your website. And, and if your website's built right and, and contented correctly, they find what they need without having to pick up the phone. And then you're not tying up your, your people answering the same questions over and over. When I, when I start a, a web development project for a new client, that's one of the things I always say is don't go talk to your receptionist, talk to your salespeople, the ones that are on the front line with the customers. What questions do they, do they answer over and over and over again? And let's make sure that we answer those in the website, whether it's a, FAQs page or just in context, right? Mm -hmm. And and that'll just take off a big yeah. load. And then people at eleven thirty at night, they get the question answered, right? They're not having to remember to make the call or give up and go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's my next question then: What's the future of print marketing, like flyers and posters and catalogs? Is that going away, or do you see that also? And, and maybe this is a question you should say, come to my class and I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, I don't want to, <laughs> maybe you're no, giving away a free information here. And now I feel bad for asking, but that's my question. I mean, uh, you know, in a world where everyone was stuck in home, uh, how important has the print marketing uh, become or how insignificant has it become? I think uh, yeah, print marketing is just, it's, it's sliding down. It's, de it's deteriorating little by little, but, but again, it really depends on your customers. If you, if you tend to have older customers, um, older in age, um, who are still um, not quite, they don't spend all day on the computer looking at their phone, they're still not quite comfortable with, with uh, everything um, online, then you definitely have got to put printed pieces in their hand because that's where they're most comfortable. But I, th I think as the years go by and the upcoming generations who are just immersed in technology, their life is in, is, is in technology and on their phone, um, it'll be less and less important. Um, you still may need some brochures and, and racks, you know, in a, in a hotel lobby. If you're, a, if you're a venue for, you know, you got canoeing services or something like that. And because people will still 
pick those up. But again, more and more people just move to the web. They roll into town and they pull up their phone and they start searching. Where do I eat? What's to do? Um, and if oh, yeah. you're not online, they won't find you. So I, yeah, uh-huh. it's going, it's going away slowly but surely. All right. Well, the timer just kicked off and that was almost perfect timing, but, uh, you know, I, I guess, Michael, what, I guess what I'm really appreciating most about this conversation, I guess the thing that I, I'm holding on to is this industry that, that you're in, this graphic design, um, sounds like it from the very be- from its very intent, right, has to stay ahead of the curve to a certain degree. Um, yeah. You have to stay up on stuff. You have to know where things are going. You have to recognize um, how to reach clients and, and customers. And, and in order to do that, um, just from your experience, your story of going uh, with that young student, if you're not willing to stay ahead of things and put the work in, this probably isn't the field you should be looking at. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge, and and it's a, it's a, it's an opportunity really to to just stay engaged, and you know, there's evergreen principles that are never going to go away about marketing and about good design. But we have to stay up on top of the tools and the way it's done and the implementation and how we reach the customers. That's that's the work. You build the foundation and then all the stuff, you know, all the tech stuff on top of it, the delivery vehicles, so to speak. Um, you just have to stay up with what that's all about and you'll be fine. Very cool. Michael, if someone is listening to this podcast, they want to get a hold of you, how can they? So bonefrog.com. Um, got my contact information on there and, and, uh, they can, they can hit the, 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 uh, catalog, the sweet catalog and find a, I've got a couple of classes coming yep. up in October, yep. one on Photoshop, one on graphic design, um, that they can join the class and, um, that all there is to it. Yeah. And, and we definitely want to plug that, uh, you do a couple course classes for us each, uh, go around in the spring and fall and summer. Um, and we definitely want to make sure that uh, people know they're out there and uh, they're well worth it. Um, especially if you're you. getting this field and, and you want to learn more about it and be able to use it for yourself. Uh, I think, uh, Michael, I, I, I get the impression, Michael, you're not a, you like to share information. Yes. Right. <laughs> and share knowledge. And I think that's a, that's a neat thing, especially in this. Industry. Don't do that. The, you keep it all to yourself. <laughs> well, to me, he shares now what I'm getting. You share something today and six months from now, you're going to have new information to share just because the industry has changed that much. Yep. In six months. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so uh, tech guy, I have to ask one last question. Uh, Michael, uh, what is your main computer? It's a uh, iMac 27 inch desktop. Excellent, I like excellent. the big screen real estate. If they made a bigger screen, I'd probably buy that. They, they, <laughs> they I, I, I think the new one's going to be bigger. Uh, are you going to get the M1? Yep, yep. I'm ready to move up to the faster chip. Okay. Excellent. It's all about speed. It's all about speed. There you go. Well, all right. Michael, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, as always, um, if you're listening, you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at cetrain um, at isu.edu. Be sure to check out our website at cetrain.isu.edu. 
and um, call us, Paul, at 208-282-3372. There you go. So, uh, yes, please uh, reach out to us, uh, contact us. We, we'd love to hear from you. Yep. Thank you, Michael, for being on the show. We appreciate you. You bet. You bet. Thank you. Enjoy.